With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back on Steelers. Touch. Down under. I'm Matt Peverell, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Mark Davison. Marky D, happy Easter to you. Happy Easter to all our listeners joining us live right now or joining us on the audio side. Look, slinging the slang, as we always like to say, just as Ben likes to sling the rock, we like to sling the slang. I'm not going to do a slang to- word today. I'm going to do a bit of an Aussie Aussie sort of piece on Easter. But I wanted to throw it over to you, Mark. What have you got that's Aussie today for the listeners? Right, I just wanted to talk about your mate. Do you know who your mate is? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of different mates, and I've got a lot of people that All aren't right. my mates. Well, <laughs> mate, uh, Maddie's mate, or your mate in Australia, is going to be number 24. Pittsburgh Steelers select, Mac Jones, Alabama. Your mate. Not my mate. <laughs> Not my mate. Mate, Mark, Bucky Brooks this morning wrote a really good piece on NFL.com. I know we're, you know, behind the Steel Curtain affiliated, you know, um, behind the Steel Curtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. But Bucky Brooks explains why Mac Jones should never have a round one rating on him. Go and read it if you think he should. I think you'll be convinced otherwise. No, nah, not a fan. So so basically what is uh, in Australia, when someone says uh, your mate like that to Maddie, so Maddie gets a bit riled up and says, oh, he's not my mate. Like, no, that's someone that say, if you know one of your friends, uh, know somebody who they hate, dislike, who doesn't like them. Oh, no, no, no. It's more or less that your friend dislikes them a lot. And then then you're, you, what you need to say to them is, oh, you're a mate over there. And they will, they will just, they will jump at that and get so angry and defensive because they'll be like, "He's not my mate." <laughs> and so this is what's going to happen if we get number twenty-four. 
I'll be texting your mate, our mate, Mac Jones. Everyone's mate is a Pittsburgh Steeler, but more so Maddie's mate. He won't be selected as Pittsburgh Steelers, so he won't be my mate. <laughs> See what I mean? It works. It really, really works. And we just said mate about 13 times. So we should have a counter on the side here. <laughs> yeah, a little ticker. A little ticker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, classic. All right. Well, that's a bit different from um, really what I was going to talk about. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so for me, it is Easter. And so I got for Easter, I don't know if anyone can see this on the live chat, um, but if you're on the audio side, I'll tell you what it is. It's a, this, I mean, this one happens to be dark chocolate because I'm um, celiac, so I can't have a lot of anything with wheat in it, um, autoimmune condition. But basically, this is an Easter bilby, not an Easter bunny. Um, and a bilby is a native marsupial to Australia. It's kind of like, um, like a little bandicoot. Um, you know, and they live in about 70% of Australia. Um, they're a lot through the deserts. Um, yeah, they're just a cute little animal. And so they're sort of an Australian take on a Easter bunny. We do still have Easter bunnies everywhere, but it's quite a tradition that, um, you know, in Australia, you get an Easter bilby. You get an Easter bilby, yeah, Mark? It, it's, it's a wannabe rabbit, isn't it, really? The bilby. Kind of. <laughs> it's, it's like a to rabbit be- and a, like a... <laughs> It's like a kangaroo cross, but it's it's like a bandicoot, basically. Yeah, it's like an Australian um, Australian rabbit out, out, yeah. out in the woods. And for some reason, we uh, we turned our Easter into them. And what you must have got that from, like one of the, the high end price stores, is that right? The the, like, the nice chocolate, isn't it? It is, it is, it is from a nicer, nicer <laughs> store, but um, it's hard for me. Everything, like, yeah, it's it's hard with the being celiac because I can't get. Like a lot of things just are not gluten free, so it's um it's hard. Here's, but... here's a question, Maddie. Have you ever seen a bilby in like out in the sticks, out in the woods? Yeah, you have. I don't yeah. think I ever have seen a bilby. Like I've seen them at the zoo or like a. Well, I've seen them at the zoo, um, but have you seen them like like you've been driving along, you know, listening to Akadaka, got your head out the window, and you're thinking, oh yeah, there's a bilby up there. You ever you ever seen that? We did um we did army cadets at school. So we did out in these like mili- like little military camps. Basically, it was all the whole thing without you know live firearms. Basically, and um, I'm pretty sure we saw one out there one night. So yeah. just by it- just by itself. Yeah, he came out of its burrow. He was looking for some food. I'm pretty sure it was a bilby. It's hard. It's hard to say. It could have been. Could have been something yeah. else. So it's pretty dark. It's pretty pitch black. You want to get like rid someone, of that someone night is still alive? To Eric just said. Good inside stuff, guys. We have all the inside information you need down down under in Australia. Like I said, we're we're upside down. We have no idea what's going on. It's hot. It's cold. It's flooding. It's raining. You know, but, we've got bilbies, kangaroos. But I don't think. But we're not, Mark. You know, I sent you that photo this week that we're not now. There's the magnets have switched or something. Every five hundred oh, years, they switch with the poles. So technically, we're not down under. We're top down now. That would just confuse me even more. So we're standing upright, and then the, the Americans and you know in our live chat are upside down. Yeah. So well, apparently, you- according to a different science thing from today, and it was this week, it was Australia will be referred to as up top instead of down under due to a switch of the Earth's north and south poles at the end of a five hundred year Sloof Lerper cycle. It was discovered by Norwegian astrophysicist Sloof Sloof Rupert Lerper in eighteen fifty, and this happens every five hundred years and causes the poles to switch and puts the southern hemisphere on top. There I can't go. trust. I can't trust anyone named Sloof. I'm sorry. 
just sorry, insulted, <laughs> insulted half of Norway. Well done. I'm well sorry, done. Norway That's why there's no Norway, Norway <laughs> listeners in the live chat. We get Russia, Germany, France, and you've just you've just racked off, you know, pissed off, you know, Norway out there. There could be there could be a guy named Sleuth in Norway, the biggest Norwegian fan in like Steeler history. I'm sorry, mate, but you know, I'll have to have a beer with you first before I hear those stats, before I understand about the, about the world being turned upside down. Uh, classic. All right, well, let's get back to talking Pittsburgh Steelers. Part one, we enjoyed naming those two players that we'd love to bring back on offense. Part two, we're going defense. And this time, I'm going to learn my lesson from getting, you know, tackled for a loss or sackled for a loss. And I'm um, going to let you go one player, and then I'm going to do the other player. So, on defense, Mark, you can bring someone back in that time machine for a perfect 2021 team. Who are you bringing back? Oh, so you, yeah, okay, I'm going to go with it. James Farrier, even though he might not be perfect for 2021, I just liked his leadership. And I think if you compare him with a maybe uh, pair him with Bush and then, and I think still have that Spillane backup, yep. like they, those two guys are just, just like looking at all the old tapes from 2008 and, and the 2004s and the, the and actually, that 2008 defense was really was one of the best. James Farrier was a leader of that of that defense. He had all the, the special guys around him. You had Kiesel, you had Woodley, you had um, Harrison, those kind of guys. Uh, Timmons next to him, but James Farrier was that guy in the locker room and said, "You know what? We're gonna we're gonna uh, show up and we're gonna beat them. We're gonna play tough, physical football, and hopefully win." Yeah, nice. Um, I've got my second player will be a inside linebacker as well. I agree with you. It's look, and part of why we're doing this is to sort of think what are the Steelers missing right now on offense or defense. And you know, I think what you've said there, Mark, with James Farrier, you need someone in the middle there. You need someone that can help push out. He, you know, there's going to be a one man team all the time in there in terms of the inside linebacker position. He's going to have issues. Um, he's going to be a lot. He's going to be injured more than he is not. Um, so yeah, I like the pick of Farrier in there and Farrier was a workhorse for the Steelers. So I like that one. All right. For me, I'm going Ike Taylor. I'm going Ike Taylor right now. I know we've kept, we've kept, uh, Cameron Sutton and, and it'll be great to see him develop, but I just think the Steelers at cornerback need someone that can, it's not necessarily about the interceptions. It's just someone that can, you know, make those big hits can be a bit of that lockdown sort of just make it hard, make it difficult for the other wide receiver uh, for the, for the wide receivers, of the other team. And then I think as well, just that, I think we've seen him through different interviews now over the last sort of 12 to 18 months, just, he was a character in that locker room and it'd just be cool to bring that character back. Um, still a leader, but a character. And I just think why not bring back Ike Taylor, shore up that cornerback room. Yeah. I just want to bring him back. You, you got me thinking now. You, I actually just changed my mind last second. So you bring a nice <laughs> I'm bringing back. I'm bringing back. We're going cornerback. I'm bringing back uh, big play Will Gay. How many times did you see that guy, uh, Will Gay, grab the, the interception and head back to the end zone? And then one of the, fam- one of the most famous things he ever did when he got that interception, and he's on the, he's on the sidelines of Joey Porter. He's doing the, the rolling, the rolling, rolling. They're like, ah, ah. They celebrated for 45 seconds. Like that's the energy I think this team needs, and and like he 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 came uh, with that with the Steelers. He had I think about six seven I think interceptions returned for a touchdown. Might be six, I'm not too sure. But that that energy that, that he provided, um, and for a locker room guy, and in, in in to help our our cornerbacks now with Hayden and Sutton, and if we had Ike Taylor there, had those four guys there, had some guys underneath them, definitely would be like a big improvement, and would would help 
would just be so fun to watch again. I've seen that. Have you seen that 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 video of him celebrating? It goes forever, ever <laughs> and ever. <laughs> well, I just think like Taylor, like you know, over six hundred career tackles, he had five hundred over five hundred solo in twelve seasons. Like for a cornerback, that's incredible. I, I just yeah, bring back like Taylor. That that was who I've got. All right, so you've given your part two there with Willie Gay. Um, so I'm going to go my second player, and that's going to be Jack Lambert. I'm bring, I'm going and rewinding a little bit further on. Like Mark, I think we need to shore up the middle there. I just think when you're talking about Lambert, you're talking about a player that just brings that grit in the middle. Um, uh, yeah, it's just I just the, I even I can, and I've only really been able to watch a couple of old games and some highlights from him, but. You hear that still as folklore. I've read a lot more than I've been able to watch about him. I just get, yeah, I just think bring him back. Just bring him back hard in the middle. Um, you know, a bunch of tackles. Just, yeah, bring it back. <laughs> that's with, that's with, all. One thing with like uh, Lambert there, I wish we had the technology like back in the day to see how like today's technology with the sound and the actual visuals. Because I know when you watch some of these old school films, it's hard to, to grasp that what really is happening. Like, like, sometimes the camera's too zoomed in. Um, you don't hear the, the you hear the crunching tackle, but it's not like today's NFL. And you know back in the back in the old days in the 70s and 60s that they would tackle and use clotheslines and they wouldn't stop. Like they wouldn't wear mouth guards if they were bleeding from the face. It didn't matter. Um, he's definitely like the pinnacle stealer and he's just like got a you know ugly mug, but he doesn't care. He's ready to go, ready to hammer someone. Yeah, imagine if he was playing in, in today, I would be like just the look of him would scare you. Like if he's on the other side and you're the quarterback, yeah. you I don't want to stop the ball. You keep it. You know what I mean? He 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 is the one of the pinnacle. Uh, That's what I mean. You just want someone legend, to bring that essence back. You know, like. All right. Well, let's see what the live chat's got to say about it before we get into just general Q and A. So Cree says Green and Woodson. Um, so you know, so that's interesting. Interesting piece there. He's sort of turning cornerback as well. I think. One of the things that I had something about with my guys is that just whether we, when I was making the picks, whether we're bringing absolute superstars and what that means for our current players as well. Um, but, you know, it's, it's up to each person in terms of who they want to bring back. Um, ben Harris says Casey Hampton. He was one I was thinking about on defense, right. but be, and I would have picked him, but Alu came back. That was the reason why I didn't pick him. And, and that's very interesting how you made it to be 21, you know, 2021 season, not just overall, what, who would you have back? Because then it makes you think about who, who do we already have? Because big snake up front, what he was one of the greatest stealers to watch too. And you think, this is why I brought up a few shows ago. We had these guys and we, you know, when Big Ben retires or whatever, we go, oh, now he's gone. But Casey, he was such a, he could take on two blockers at once. And then the other yeah. guys on the edge would get around. So I was I was thinking about him as well. Uh, Bert questions you on Farrier. Um, he does say he was solid though. It's fair. Um, and we've just lost it. This this live chat, you know, you can skip really really quickly for us. Um, Stacy Lynn says Jack Ham. So there's a Ham fan there. Um, Chad brings up Blount. I was thinking about Blount too. I just ah oh, something. I just wanted Ike Taylor back in that room. I think. Um, Master of Ghosts says Aaron Smith and James Farrier. Um, Donald Nolan says James Harrison and William Gay. So that Mark would be cheering yep. from the rooftops if that was going to happen. Harrison is one of, one of my favorite players. And I think a lot of these players everyone's bringing up and what I thought about is really that 2008 defense or around but, yeah. that time. That that was just such 
Like, who's the other bloke on the other side? Lamar Woodley. He played, like, incredible for the Steelers um, in, in their system. And just, it seemed like everyone bought in and they had a role and they had all, like, you had the, the uh, I believe, was Casey still involved in 2008? Or, or am I mixing mm. the two? 2004. I believe that at one stage it was a I think big, he was. Um, I think he was. Yeah, pull was that up. Trend of like 2008, they had the Steelers defense on the ESPN. They were number one. Yeah, they he played through they 2012. He played through yeah, 2012. They, they wouldn't but... allow wouldn't allow yards. They wouldn't allow anything. Score points. And now, like I think we, like I said it last year, I thought we had that defense this year in 2020. Uh, was very similar to 2008, but then things kind of fell apart and the depth wasn't there. But back in the day, 2008, there was depth there. You had Paul Amalu. You had all these guys doing plays when they needed to. And you had leaders like Farrier. And you had guys like Kiesel there. Like, it might yeah. have been... when well, another had, name. Another name. Pick six, yeah. So, if... Like, we would have had so much fun in 2008 if, it was, if there was podcasts around. <laughs> <laughs> um, Snowman says Jack Lambert, Aaron Smith, Tyler... I mean, I, I I did think about Polamalu, and it's really hard not to pick him. It was just where's the need right now, and and I didn't want to create. I didn't want when we introduced segments. I didn't want to give too much definitions and narrow restrictions. I wanted to open up to everyone because he be creative. Even me and Joe, my favorite stealer of all time. Um, I've gone back and watched quite a bit of him. I I couldn't pick him, and the reason I didn't pick him was that we've got to it. Haywood, what? Like I've got that. I've got that pass rush in the middle there. I I just sort of. Yeah, I was like, where do we need that help right now? But um, I like I like the idea. But mean Joe with Bush and Palomalu with Minka. That's lights out, mate. That's he, lights out. Even mean Joe, I wish I was like, you know, younger to, to be able to, to appreciate him. or what, Like back in the 70s when he, he was just a man of a mountain. And the, like he would also push the, the, the pocket two people up and, you know, take their lunch money and get the sack. Like that's the kind of guy he was. I didn't bring up Troy because I'm wearing his jersey. But I think everyone knows that Troy is like, almost the best player for the Steelers and he can fit anywhere. Um, that, that's that's the reason why I didn't bring up. He, we, we all know he's just a legend. That's it. That's it. Um, who else have we got? Let me scroll too past this live chat. It's, it does, it does move really quickly. Um, let's try and bring it up. Um, Aaron, if you're still there, um, I'll just, I want to say one thing. I'll just say six Super Bowls. That's all I'm going to say. I don't care what stats you throw in there anymore. I'm saying six Super Bowls. Cool. Um, no one you know says Ike was badly underrated. Um, who have we got in here? Ron Woodson's more fans. Um, Donald Nolan's up with you, Mark. Willie Gay, great pick. Covers the loss of Hilton well. That's, that's a good perspective. Again, this is just – it's open to everyone on what that need is. Um Ike Taylor would be a Hall of Fame if we could catch. Yeah, I agree with you on the Zach on that one. Um, Tyler says Matt Polamalu brought the hits. I agree. Uh, I can't argue with that. Um, not not one second. But then you displace Terrell Edmonds um, and agree. Like you know, there are just other needs right now. Um, who else we got in here? Chad says Blount and Shell is all you need. Yep, that's interesting. Interesting pick. What else have we got in there? I think that pretty much wraps up wraps up all those all those different players. But it's interesting to see across offense and defense, you know, that that people are thinking alike a lot. Who, who do you think uh, needs to be maybe from the past, present, or future, including draft guys, 
Who's going to be that new locker room guy? Who's going to be like, we know it's Big Ben's team, actually. At the moment, it kind of isn't, kind of isn't Big Ben's team. Um, but more on like on the, okay, we'll start on the offensive side. Who's going to be, who's going to be the focal point where this is the, this is the Steelers offense. It's their guy. Like we know we had AB for a lot, like five years and the way that he moved the football, no matter how he think he went mentally and he went down that kind of path, which is actually pretty sad and, and or he's a millionaire and whatever, but you know, but he, he didn't really finish the way he should have to be a Steeler, but he was a great Steeler and one of the best Steelers. Who's the guy now? On offense, that is the guy. Like the Are you guy. About, okay, so I have a question back because I need two answers here. Is it the guy is in the guy that's going to get paid? Is the the face, the marketability guy? And then is there the guy that's like that talisman locker room king? Because I'll tell you who that the, there's, there's a difference. Well, I would say who's the guy in the in the locker room that's that's you know somebody somebody stuffs up on a play. And they're, they're whinging and moaning and whining. And then, then the guy comes over and goes, wake up. We're, we're still in this game. There's seven, there's, there's seven minutes to go. Wake up. Who's that He's guy? not there yet. He's not there yet. But I tell you what, I'd be pretty surprised in three years' time if it's not Kevin Dodson. Right? You're going to have the turnover yeah. in this offensive line. I mean, nothing – it will be very hard for me to get that image out of my head of when Dodson got drafted and they went to his house – and they did that big film, and he's got all the Steelers stuff everywhere, and then he's out there pushing the truck because he couldn't do anything else during COVID. Like, the passion, like, he lives his dream every day. He plays, he doesn't just sit there and go, oh, cool, I made it now, and he's like a deer lost in the headlights. No, he hits and he grinds, and he showed that in his first year, and, you know, I just think it's it's not tomorrow or anything like it. It might take three or four seasons. He might need to get experience there, but you know, I just wish him all the best over the next season or two as he starts to become this mainstay of the offensive line for the next decade. And I just, I only think it'll take a couple of seasons. The passion that he showed, and we talked about it on one of our YouTube shows, um, I think it was the week before the playoff game against the Bengal, uh, against the Browns. And he talked, or it was the week after, and he, and he talked about how he'd done so well against Miles um, Garrett I think it was, and and he sort of said on a particular player, whatever, and he sort of said, "Look, you know, you guys are all saying that I've done well against this player, but you know, if it was you, regardless, it was Gary or not." But he said, "In time, in the next year or two, I want it to be oh that that defensive guy to do so well against Kevin Dotson, you know, like he's got this hunger to keep getting better, and and I think that from that perspective. But if you're looking at that AB face the franchise stuff, I think it's a bit more, you know." If Juju if Juju's gonna stay, it probably will be. If Claypool can get it, can continue getting it right and he actually wants to be there long term, maybe it's him. You know what? We're a couple of years away, probably, and I think Ben, this is not Big Ben's last year, but we're two or three seasons away from getting a, a quarterback, and then it becomes his team. He, here's a point then. He's like a very, you know, uh, hypothetical point. Say, for instance, we're losing down 30 points, Claypool gets a touchdown, cheering, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the big man Dotton says, "Wake up, mate!" and shakes him. That's what I think. You need a bit of yin and yang. Like you need that. Okay, uh, Claypool is going to be the star, and he's going to be an awesome player. Might go into his social media kind of stuff, but you need the guy on the field who's going to push that team further and really grab it by the you know grab it by the horn and say, "Look, we're down. Why are you celebrating? Why why are you celebrating that you've got two touchdowns?" And like like AB used to say, uh, "I didn't get I didn't get given the ball this week. Where was where was my chance to get it? Who cares?" It's all. It needs to be all about the team. 
What about um, jumping onto the defense? Who do you think is it? You know, you got TJ there, but who's going to be that locker room guy? And maybe it's Cam as well. But they're but they're getting into the years. Is there a new guy like Bush, or who's going to be that guy in the locker room to really fire him up? Uh, it's got to be TJ Watt. I mean, you're not gonna, you can't really go, you can't argue with that there. Um, that's yeah, it's it's what Bush is going to be have his own sort of perspective on it as well. Um, you know. But, I think they drafted Bush to, for him to be a long-term stealer. Um, you know, Mink is a bit more of the quiet player and, you know, what have you there. And it'll be interesting to see what he can do this year because if he doesn't if he doesn't have another lights-out year like he did in nine, 2019, I think some – I think the fan base could feel a bit different about Minka. Um, I'm just going to make a prediction there. Um, but that's who I see. But, look, while everyone puts together their questions and throw it, throw it at us, Adam, we'll try and, try and get as many as we possibly can in about a 10-minute span. Um, I wanted to bring up this that we missed in the live chat from Donald Nolan, who says, can we create a black and gold sickle that gets passed around to players after they get a sackle, the sackle sickle? You know, <laughs> but if it's going to be a sickle, you've got to like cut them low. So it's going to be a really like cut them low sack. You've got to like take the feet from under them. That's the only way you get the sickle. I, I, I still like how we are going along with the old sackle. Because uh, I think when you said it, you didn't even realize you said it. So that was awesome. <laughs> Well, I was just picturing sack and tackle for a while. Yeah, so. and I think even this year we're going into, I think it's going to be five years in a row. Uh, I might be getting stats confused, actually. No, what, what are we on now, like 67 games or something? Yeah, I oh, the sack, and then I think it's five. Is it five years what? plus 60? Five it's, years it's, it's four or five years that we have, like, plus 50 sackles. Um, but, yeah, we're heading into the, into next year. Like we don't We want to get a sack every single game. And it's going to keep going on that, that, that urge, keep going on and on. Oh, All hey, right. Got a Get into some yeah. questions, Matty. Here we go. Pre, Matty and Mark, do they release Samuels this year? Mark? I, I don't think so. Not, not, no. not the way they, they, they can use him, um, you know, as a, as a H-back and more into a fullback or um, uh, a tight end, like a bit, a bit of motion. I think they keep him. I think, I think he gets used. Unless he, unless he plays poorly and then they cut him. Oh, I, I just think Matt Canada offense, um, you know, before that, I thought he would be a cut or a trade for a, a low pick, like a late pick, I should say, um, but low on the number. Um, but, yeah, I think when you've got Matt Canada in there, but this is do or die this year if they can't do something with him this year. But equally, they've been quiet on tight end, and, I, and they've, there's sort of four to five players at tight end that you'd want to see the Steelers picking after that to, to see you get undrafted because there's a bunch of guys who can block there undrafted. So... I think when you're talking about Samuels, they they will try and play him in some sort of an H back, um, you know, a tight endy type role this season. And if it doesn't work, yeah, you you could expect him to be cut. But I don't think, you know, and you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's right before the you know they could release him before the end of the season. They could do something in trade deadline, what have you. But I don't think there's going to be a trade market mid season if they're looking to get rid of him. Um, Lumberzak ninety four. Who would you guys like to see get drafted between the offensive tackle and center? Um, Mark, I'll throw to you first. Which one do you think is a bigger need right now? Just judging off by the the podcast and other news I've been reading up still stuff, I believe it would be center because a, a lot of people don't believe in uh, BJ Finney and, and who's going to snap the ball back to Ben. Um, so I, I'm I'm not really sure if we if we draft a center, we and he's a, he's a day one starter. So yeah. it, it really, you know, and I don't know the draft that well, but but same time, these young folks coming in, are they 2022? They're going to, it's one of the hardest schedule this year. Um, 
but maybe you address the situation with centre and you have some depth and use BJ, maybe you use both. We're going into a long we go into a longer season. And even to the point now, like sixteen games is pretty long and not many teams or like us last year, eleven and zero, then we faded out. So maybe you do need this idea of two two starters. I I'm not too sure. What what are your thoughts? Um, so I think with the grades that are on centers, I'd prefer if they're gonna go higher, I'd prefer them to get a tackle. Also, I'm not a fan of Tevin Jenkins. Um, he showed up on athletically this week at his pro day, but I think he'd be a bad pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, those listening to my war room, I'm all up on Samuel Cosme. You bring him in. Um, if you really want Jalen Mayfield, um, because he's going to be one of the later pick tackles in the in the 20s um, in the draft, trade back a couple of spots and see what you can get additional, um, you know, for later on in the draft. You know, center, it's Creed Humphrey for me. Landon Dickerson, I just don't trust the knees. But equally, I think we can go really late. I think we can get Trey Hill in the third or the fourth, more like the fourth. Um, he can play guard center, just like a DeMonte Dawson, who I talked about earlier, who made the conversion over. Trey Hill from Georgia there. I think he's p- roughly now, right now on the power ranking, he's about 128 pick in the draft. We're picking around there. I think you could do something. You could even trade back in late into the third if there starts to be a run on the position or you get sniffs that someone else wants him. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm open to that. I just don't want – Creed Humphrey better be ready to go day one. If you're going to draft him at 24, you're not going to trade back a couple of spots. Um, Gyro says, let's say that everyone becomes cool again. <laughs> Who would you rather bring back, Le'Veon Bell or AB? AB, and I love bring him back, AB. If he's cool, if he's like normal, is that what he's mate, like? I love- can you tr- mate, can you trust AB? We've got the wide receivers, right? We need a we need a fourth or a fifth. He's he's not going to be comfortable with Deontay Johnson, Claypool, and Juju hey. taking balls instead of him. And Washington, we don't need him. Wait, li- but listen to Gyro's awesome question. Let's say that everyone becomes cool again, like they like he's like he's like back to normal, right? Nothing phases him. He's like the AB where he wasn't the superstar. I'm, I'm the I'm the man. AB was the most talented player of this one the Steelers have ever had. To quote Outcast. AB would need to be ice cold cool and he had ice cold cool. <laughs> no. That doesn't, that doesn't prove your argument right. Like, yeah, it does. Mr. Gummy, <laughs> Mr. Gummy Richards, he threw the – mate, I don't even need to go to that story. He threw Gummy – like who knows what other things going to be brought up against him. Okay, okay. He's going to have an argument about the helmet. He ain't going to be cool again. If he wore, if he was cool again, right, AB was cool, <laughs> then, think, then think about that one pass versus Green Bay on the sideline and he like Tony toe tapped it or whatever he did and no one could, no one could get that. Nah, it, it, Claypool it, it, could get that. Down. Claypool's about five inches taller than him. Nah, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure, mate. I'm not too sure. I think AB was that was one of the best passes I've seen ever. There was okay. there was there was no room. I prefer San Antonio Holmes, but yeah. <laughs> um, Eric Piero, what are we looking forward to in Matt Canada's offense, and can we stay healthy as a team, both offense and defense? I mean, <laughs> these are massive questions. We're looking for a, we're looking forward to a new offense. That's what we're looking forward to. Anything Thank new. You. Mark said it perfect. <laughs> Nothing's as bad as Randy Land. And if it gets as bad, bad as Randy Land, Ben will draw plays up in the dirt. It won't get there. Um, I'm looking forward to some fresh perspective and some some different things. And playing like a modern NFL like offense. The other thing too is like this quarter, quarterback coach has always been the offensive coordinator. It ignores a lot of the rest of the offense. And Matt Canada looks to really utilize all the tools that he's got available. Um, 
And can we stay healthy as a team, both offense and defense? This is the big question, Eric. I think the other piece to it as well, hopefully the Steelers don't go through the same situation they had last year with buys. And I think that will make a big difference to where we go as well as a team in terms of record this season. Just one thing on uh, Eric's question there. I would like to see like a natural pick like that, like the, like the Patriots, like try and do use some motion, get some people in uh, defenders in the way of each other, cause some confusion um, in that defense to say, well, who's my player? Are you going this way, going that way? Because you know when when Big Ben comes out there, it's, it's five wide. He's just going. He's going to rip it and see who gets it. But maybe cause some confusion on the defense and gives us a bit of an upper hand on the offense. Yeah, a good point. Um, JDW Sports Talk Show says, "What what would you guys think of the Steelers' surprise and pick Javon Holland? He's a safety out of Oregon. They had their pro day recently, and he can play anywhere. And he's very versatile. I think he'd be an upgrade over Edmonds." Look, Holland's an interesting one. He didn't play in 2020. I believe he had four interceptions and a couple of tackles for a loss. I'm going off the top of my head off a very quick scouting profile I saw in the last 24 hours. Um, I think when it comes to Javon Holland, you know, there are other safeties that are up there as well. There's a gentleman, um, last name with an M. Um, he, the Ravens apparently might be in the mix for him in the 20s. Um, I think... Look, when you talk about Holland, I think the Steelers could wait wait to get a James Wiggins in round three or four. I think that the safety could be a position that surprises most and they draft higher, um, particularly if they're not confident on signing Terrell Edmonds' you know, fifth-year option. Uh, I think it gives you an ability to do a bit more in, in your defense and be more versatile. It means Minka can do more roaming as well. Um, I just don't know where they're going to go as high on what you'll need for Holland. And I think Holland will probably be early round two potentially at this point in time. But again, it, you know, who knows? Uh, ben Harris says, you think what will win defensive player of the year? Well, he should have in 2019, in my mm -hmm. view, and 2020 less so than than 2019. But I mean, in I still don't, like Aaron Donald won off his name. He's going he to need stats. 17 sacks. He's going to need 17 sacks. He had better stats than, uh, than, than Aaron Donald. So he definitely... Yeah, but year, it's this whole it's this whole Aaron Donald in the middle versus TJ Watt outside and all this sort of. I think he's got a big chance next year if he can get some sackles and get some maybe some uh, forced fumbles, interceptions, some tackles for loss. This, this every year he's got a big chance for sure. Um, Donald Nolan, and we're trying to get through a couple more before we call it a show. Nine wide receivers on the team right now. How many do you see them keeping on active roster this year? I think it'll be well, they've got the extra two spots. It won't be more than seven. Um, it's probably more like six given that of who you've really got there in Juju, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Washington, Ray Ray. Plus, you get a draft pick potentially. Then you know, a couple of guys. I think you'll have more on the practice squad than you've had in previous seasons, though. Imagine if they just went like zero and just ran the jumbo set the whole time. And it's like we didn't we, we didn't use we didn't use what last year, but let's use in every play, which we'll get three tight ends and the five the five O line. They cut everyone. They're like, ah, oh, jokes on you. No, nah, they won't do that. They'll, they'll keep five. Stacy Lynn says, "You don't think we need a good backup QB?" I think. Look, no matter how much debate we go into this, Mason and Haskins are who they're going with this year. Like, yeah, I've just that, that's who they're going with. Um, 
This offense isn't going to get worse. We have all the receivers. You can't get worse in 30 seconds. The D will get bushed back, but we'll still take a small dip. Without a draft, are we going to get that much worse? I agree with you, Matt B. At the still, how like and even when I the prediction for the record this week, the Steelers are going to win 11 games. Steelers are going to win 11 games or plus this season. Everyone's got them down and out or nine or 10 or whatever. They'll win 11 plus. They'll win 11 plus. They'll but challenge man. for the for the North for sure. They've, they've like the. The sports betting guys have them at like over eight point five. Um, yeah, I, d- I definitely would go over. But like, so, like they're not going to. I don't think they're going to. They have the mentality to lose that many, like a six win season. I just don't see it. Yeah, now I know what you mean. It's not. They just don't have the team. There's too much, too much talent, too much pride in the jersey. Um, Eric Piero says Adrian Clem have a chance to be a great coach. I think so, but look, at the end of the day, there's a lot of older guys on that on that. Um, you know, in the offensive line, it'll come down to who we pick over the next couple of years to really judge how good a coach he is. For me, I don't know. Any you got any thoughts on that one, Mark? Uh, not only he's got to coach the guys and make sure they win. Dave <laughs> 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 <Same> answer. Snowman <laughs> says, "Will the draft Steelers draft a tight end or stick with what they have? If they stick with what they have, they got a problem." Um, for me, bringing a guy like a Brevin Jordan, there are some other guys later on. I don't want to see a second pick on a Pat Freemuth. Um, God, if you wanted to trade up for Carl Pitts and sacrifice a lot, I'd still be open to it because Carl Pitts is the best player available in this draft. But, I mean, the Steels will do something. It'll be third round or later. Please get Brevin Jordan if you're going to do it. Um, otherwise, I'm not really a fan of too many other tight ends after that. But you can't. I don't think you can get around six that are just blocking tight ends. Well, I think uh, I think uh, isn't a guy named Meath Hiller in the draft this year? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we get him? <laughs> that was uh, bloody hard to do. Did I get that right? Yeah. <laughs> um. DC still in the Jets' fourth pick for 2021 and 2022 for Sam. I don't think he's worth both. I'd just give him a th- third in 2022. I don't think he's worth both. Um, and you probably have to trade Mason. They need a backup quarterback. So, um, And then Cree on the YouTube side says, Harrison Humphrey, both available at 24. Who do you take? Oh, I'm taking Humphrey because I did a mock draft this week. I traded back four spots got the 60th pick um, and I ended up with um, ended up with Har- I drafted Harris just purely because he was sitting there at 28 and I thought that that's fairly decent you get the fifth year option on him which I said about a month ago the why I'm open to the Steelers drafting running back with the first round pick unlike other years purely for the fifth year option but we'll see um, I, I just again with Humphrey I'd rather trade back four or five spots and then pick Humphrey right at the end of the first and have another draft pick that I can use in round two or three um, or or two in round four for example um Donald Nolan and this is probably this last question to wrap up the show I'm not a fan of Tevin Jenkins his tape is impressive for run blocking moving guys off the line great technique and footwork pancakes score with this guy why are you not a fan of Jenkins uh Donald in short I don't think he pass protects very well um, I agree. His he, run game can definitely do stuff. I just don't. I, I have questions about him in the first round from pass protection, um, and I just think there are some few other players in there that offer us a bit more in that tackle position that are ready to plug and play. Go, you know, day one. That's but but Donald, when we draft him at, at number twenty four, 
that's the chance to say the hashtag Maddie's mate. It's going to be his mate, your mate. We've got a, we've got a uh, snowman chat to. Snowman, snowman always chat. wraps it up, always wraps the show up. up. He ties a little snowman bow on it. Um, Darren, lots <laughs> of great questions to you guys, though. So save them up. We'd, we'll, you know, we'd love to address them next week. But finishing it off with snowman, happy Easter to my Steelers family. Please be careful and stay safe. Thank you very much for the super chat, snowman, as always. Everyone in the Steelers family, thank you for joining us this week. Um, thank you for joining us over your Easter weekend as well. I know it's not a holiday. You know, you get public holidays for everyone in the US. Um, there's some states that do, some states that don't. I was trying to work that out this week for something else. Um, but look, as always, thank you for joining Steelers Touchdown Under. Join us next week where uh, we'll be talking all things Pittsburgh Steelers, off-season draft, everything in between. Have a good week, guys. And as always, Mark. Oh, Steelers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus